Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Poods, you know I hate asking you for advice. Yeah, that's why your life is a mess. You make terrible choices. As I was saying, I think in this instance, I need to ask you for help. Ooh, this feels good. I feel like I should have a throne to sit on. Will you kiss my shoe? Focus! Okay, so as you know, I'm starting to put myself out there again, and recently I kind of hooked up with a guy. Let me guess. You met him at a Dr. Pepper exhibit or in the aisle of a Ralph's grocery shopping for Oreos? No. We met at a meet and greet for men who like to knit. I just got so sad. Continue. Well, the meeting was in a park, and it was very warm that day, and later on when I went back to his apartment. All right, now we're getting to it. What kind of weirdo are we talking about here? Have a third nipple? Curly toenails? Glass eye? No, but, but he did smell a bit swampy down there. Ah, uh, yes, the delicate dance of summer begins. Well, yes, and now that summer is happening, I'm doing more outdoor things, and I want to keep things fresh in all the right places. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. It's all about your underwear, Maddie. It's a common mistake for someone as inexperienced as you. See, for most of the year, fancy underwear technology sounds unnecessary. Breathable, quick-dry, moisture-wicking, anti-odor, most of it's overkill. But then summer hits. Steaming beads of sweat are forming slimy pools in places they shouldn't. Suddenly, breathable, quick-dry, moisture-wicking, and anti-odor are sounding pretty damn essential. Wow, when you put it like that. Maddie, summer is coming fast, and you need to be prepared like me. With Me Undies. Me Undies has something for every guy this summer. Their micromodal fabric is breathable and comfortable, especially the ball caddy with its special pouch to help you avoid bat winging. Bat winging? Yeah, you know when your kiwis get splayed out like a lumpy pancake? Hey, boys, it's hot in here. Oh, well, I love Me Undies, but I've never had their micromodal fabric. You know I hate to be hot, and Me Undies micromodal fabric keeps me cool. The material is light, breathable, and has a great fit so that it makes my peach look ripe for the picking. Ooh, but I am leaning in. Oh, yes. MeUndies has a cut for every guy's butt. They have over 10 different styles, ranging from boxer briefs to jock straps to their special ball caddy pouch underwear that keeps you from bat winging ever again. And these cuts come in over 100 different colors and prints, ranging from black to all over dinosaurs. And I do love that they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Oh, and I love the return policy, too. When I purchased my first pair of MeUndies, it was the wrong size. Way too small. I'll have you know it was too big. Whatever you have to tell yourself. Anyway, I tried to return it, and they said keep it. Yes, because if you're not happy with your first pair of undies, it's on me undies. Sissies, there's no need for you or your man to be swampy this summer. MeUndies signature super soft micromodal fabric is breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. If you need something even more breathable and summer-proof, check out the Move Me line with Breathe Fabric, which has moisture-wicking and anti-odor technology, perfect for working out or just keeping you extra cool on those sweltering days. Well, thanks, Poods. You know, I usually refrain from asking you for advice as much as possible, but this time it worked out. Lord, I didn't want to be right, but I am. Sissy, summer is coming. 
Be prepared with MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. She was holding the fucking little shoe. (laughs) Tiffany was holding the shoe. It was like a very sad Hans Christian Andersen story unfolding. I screamed. I loved it. That was that was so sweet. It was very sweet. The I I wrote, oh. I literally uh, wrote down she's holding all all caps. She's holding the fucking tiny shoe. I I screamed. <sighs> it's love is blind and it's good. Love is blind. It's reality gaze presenting. It's so good. It's really good. This episode, first of all, it was an hour long. Whoa. Were you upset by that? No, no, no. So much happened. So much happened. I hope they don't make it an hour long when there's nothing that happens, but it it didn't feel like an hour. It felt like a very quick episode, like a 40-minute episode. Uh, 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 they so, did a good job of casting this season. I agree. I'm I'm really worried. The only thing I'm worried about here is when worried. do I start hating them? <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I really don't so, want to hate these people. Now, I right now I only hate Arena and Micah. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're not easy. You know, I, villains. I kind of thought, you know, in the first episode, I thought Arena was kind of like we both said we loved it. She was like, "I'm hot," and we're like, "Good for her." And now we just learned, no, she's actually Ooh, just she's horribly insecure, insecure, and just uh, can't deal with emotion. And Micah. Is a a monster. <laughs> oh, this I'm saying it now because I know shit's gonna go down. Micah is going to be villainized more than um, Shayna. Shayna. Oh yeah. Well, Micah kind of knows what she's doing, and the cameras, y'all, caught all of the looks from Micah and Arena when they would get in their little cocoon together. By the way, oh, I have yeah. those yoga blankets <laughs> that they're having. And guess where they come from? No Maza. <laughs> no Maza. That, is that why it's Only so scratchy and rubs my skin off every time I use it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It may have something on it, too. Gross. <laughs> Y'all. This is, this is episode this ep- two. Birthday wishes. My birthday wish is for you to wash your blankets. <laughs> I and acid. I, I will say, I sat bo- just like my jaw dropped the whole episode. Um, is, I wrote this, so much about this episode. Is this the one where you texted me and said, "I'm"? I think you said, "I'm already crying" in the first ten minutes. Yes, I was crying. <sighs> you're um, gonna get. I'm telling you, you're gonna get all invested, and then the fall is gonna, gonna be harder. Them. The fall, it always is. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I, I don't the know. show makes I'm me gonna, not think, trust anyone. 
I think I'm going to have a hard time hating Marshall. Oh, you I love really, Marshall? I love Marshall. <laughs> I like Marshall. I, I think uh, I really like him a lot. I think that he can get um, he can get um, a little territorial sometimes. What's interesting about this Love is Blind is, I mean, we've had a little bit of this with Shayna and Natalie. But they really are leaning into the drama in the women's quarters and the men's quarters. I feel like more than we've ever leaned into. It's different this season. It seems like they are doing, they're basically saying there's a new, and I guarantee you, y'all, this is not going away. If anything, this is going to get worse. Yep. What's going to, what's going to start happening is they will choose someone and they're like, so I'm going to need you to break it off with so-and-so instead of, they were allowed to the first couple of seasons. They were allowed to date other people, and it was just assumed you were going to be dating lots of different people, and everyone kind of respected that. That's I yeah I I blame I blame two I blame this is starting to happening probably Micah for this, um, and Arena only did it because Micah did it because she's fucking henchman, um. Because y'all, Micah is the mean girl. Micah is Regina George, and yeah. Irina is Gretchen Wieners. Yeah, and they're just and that her little hench lady. Mm-hmm. She'll do anything Micah does. Um, mm-hmm. So, and for the men, I don't know where it came from. I know maybe maybe from Chris. Um, so well, we can talk about that uh, later on. Maybe it's um, well, that was this episode, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. y'all, we'll try not to confuse. We did watch episodes two and three just because of our schedule. So, but we're recapping them separately. Yeah. Hopefully, we don't let anything slip from season episode three. But we would probably say maybe watch both of those episodes yeah. before. I'm, I'm only reading recap. off my notes when we're talking here. I'm just worried I that too. I don't. It's get. it's hard because there there's a lot of interplay of the two episodes. They're actually I don't know how you could watch season 2 or episode 2 and not no, immediately you'd, you'd go, to to go immediately three. to 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, I it was uh, um I mean you almost had to go immediately to 2 because when we left episode 1, Tiffany was sleeping. That's true. Uh so I guess let's start there, shall we? So the girls are waking Tip- her up. Tiffany Van Winkle as Poodle. Tiffany Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they basically, she's like, hey, they're like they're singing. And she's like, where'd Brett go? And they're like, girl, it's four hours later. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what I love. They woke her up. And I didn't know she had been drinking because she was a little bit like, hey. It, it took her it, a while to realize. She said she was tired. I guarantee you they'd been drinking. Um and y'all, Tiffany's 36, so you get to that point where you oh. can't consume alcohol like like you're 25 again. <laughs> so no, she'd, and she'd probably had about three, maybe four glasses of wine. She got on that couch where it was comfortable and covered that was up. all she wrote. That was all she wrote. Also, too, I think this might be an episode three, but this isn't a spoiler per se. Um, or maybe it's this episode, but someone said um, they were jealous because someone had had like a 10 hour date. So I think we forget to the next episode, I believe. But it just reminds us that, y'all, we're seeing like these little tidbits and we've said this before, but literally they go on a date with someone for like the entire day. They are sitting in pods, just talking to one person. 
Another I think reason, that's too long. <laughs> another reason tired. why Poodle could never be on I this show. I could never do this show. Help! Help! I'm in a secret relationship! <laughs> I would I would go into this if I went in if I went on this show, I would go in and I, I wouldn't go in with this, but but if I was cast through some weird reason, I would go in to cause absolute chaos. <laughs> absolute chaos. Um yeah, y'all, because if you think if you think uh Arena I'd burn this and, thing down <laughs> and Micah get jealous when somebody else can you imagine what you would say when a guy was in the room with you? He's like, So I'm seeing this other person. Uh I'd say, No, you're not. <laughs> well, yeah, not we if you want to see me. Okay. I'd break in I'd I'd find where the girls' house the, where the guys where the other guys were. What would you it would just show you climbing over pods? <laughs> yeah. Like into the ceilings. Where is she? <laughs> ah, just jumping through like the like an angry Kool Aid man, and I, and I just tackle her. <laughs> hey, 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 bitch! I know. Oh, God. I, I totally would do that. There were like security people, and I'm just like trudging through. <laughs> They're like grabbing all yeah. me. They're because I'll I have superhuman strength when I'm enraged. <laughs> That's true. You do. Get out. And you're just biting them with your teeth. Just, just three, four hundred pound security guys. And I'm just dragging yeah. them on my shoulders. I'm like, come here, bitch. We need to fucking talk. We need to talk. <laughs> and by and talk, I mean, I'm going to punch you in the face. And that is why we want to welcome our new <laughs> Patreon and Supercast <laughs> members that decided this is your, you got Love is Blind season uh, uh, 401. You got that for free, but now you decided to jump on the bandwagon. And after hearing that story, you may be questioning the $5 <laughs> you just spent. But, I'm you, oh well. I would, beat, I would beat somebody's ass. No, it, I, I, <laughs> I'm not a violent person. That's um, not true. But, I like to think I'm not a violent person, <laughs> but, but yeah, you don't. Sorry, that. when I and I also am competitive. That's Micah's problem. Yes, Micah is yes. extremely competitive. Uh, Arena's just small. Arena's just petty. She is petty. Arena is M- petty. Micah but- is competitive and wants to win. Also, Micah plays the game smarter. So, yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of that. But anyway, we do want to thank all of our Reality Gaze Plus people that joined. Uh, if you're on the $5 tier now, welcome. Uh, welcome for at least a month while we have Love is Blind. And you also will be getting our episodes of Classless. That's old classic 90 Day Fiance season six right now, which is a, it's a holdinger of a season. It's considered one of the best seasons of 90 Day Fiance because yep. it is. Colton, and you- Larissa, Eric, Lita. Steven and Olga, Asuelu mm. and Kalani. So, the episode we just recorded. With, oh, Kalani with her Cheeto fingers. <laughs> yeah. She's in the car, y'all, with Cheeto going, ah, it's great. It's great. Um, <laughs> but, um, and then well, I just saw Poodle's nipple. I was taking off my sweatshirt. I know. Thank God we're not recording well, the video. A lot of times people pay for that. Yeah, not on this so. tier. Don't worry about that. That's for a $15 <laughs> video tier where they get the nip slip. But also, you're going to get, uh, we do a thing called a Buy Curious, which once a month, y'all get to vote, and we choose an episode of your choosing from a list we provide, and uh, we do an episode <laughs> of something I, a little different. I I, I definitely weigh um, listeners' comments when they send them to me, and then I choose what I want. 
But I do let people vote. You do let people vote, and we go with, there have been shows we didn't necessarily want to cover, but y'all voted for it, so we did it. It's so, a constitutional monarchy, kind yeah, of. A.K.A. <laughs> Sexy Beast. Y'all wanted it. <laughs> no, yeah, I think we no did bueno. Sexy Beasts because we were doing, that's when we all did all Netflix binges, and we thought Sexy Beast was going to be better than it was, but oh. it was just kind of like crawling on your stomach through broken glass. <laughs> I mean... Was that bad. was bad. It was bad. I enjoy at least Milf Manor gives you some cringe. Um, anyway, welcome, 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 sissies. We appreciate your support. Let's jump into this. Um, and oh, also, if you're new and you want to, li- if you're new and you want to listen to Are season new? three, season three of Love Is Blind is only on our Reality Gates Plus for right now. So um, season two is going to be. Uh, uh, Susan two will be dropping in, it already in, in our advent. This sorry, there, it's already been dropped. It's already dropped. It's Never already mind. Dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Need a need a rotted post it note to put those out. So all, all right, right, let's jump in. It's uh, Jackie. Uh, Jackie and Marshall are talking. I love Jackie. Um, don't don't get me started on how much I love her. I really enjoy her. It, it, there's actually that's you're right. I am worried. There's probably like four people, or maybe five, that I really love, and I, I'm just, so I worried I'm going to hate them. I'm so invested in a lot of them. Yes, I'm trying to think for season three. I know I was invested in Alexa and Brendan, and I'm definitely not anymore. Brendan, I, Brendan, Brennan, Sorry, <sighs> fuck it. You were um, you were very you. I liked them too, but you were. I was very really, really invested, and yeah. And then the more I got to know them, the more the blizzard. <laughs> yeah. And and by the time we got to after the altar, I wanted, I just wanted to murder them. <laughs> oh God, that after the altar was garbage. It was the worst. I think the season worst. three was the worst after the altar. Hopefully, um, season four they'll get it right because season three was good. So, okay, so. She immediately goes, what? I feel so bad. I feel so bad. So Tiffany is freaking out. Oh, I'm sorry. This out. is Tiffany. Yeah. And um, so, when, but it, we just get a little bit of that. And so we'll, we'll get to them later. We're still probably in this episode going to go more cron order because it's a lot of back and forth. And this person's talking. Once we get to probably episode four, then we'll go by couples. But it's just, it's too much right now. So, um. But we get uh, we do meet two we do meet meet new people Jack Landley Jacqueline and Marshall yeah. and Josh who has the and most Josh. perfect little nose he's so cute he's a dick though oh he fucks good though God. yeah but even dick it, I don't that's I don't why think I'm attracted to him because he's well I don't know what 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 makes you think he's a dick just how he talked to Marshall later on. And how he talked, how he basically talked to her saying, you know, I'm going to pack my things. It's a dick move. That's a dick move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's just, he seems like a dark cloud to me. Okay. I didn't, I don't feel like we got to know him enough to really make an opinion on him. Either it wasn't caught on camera or, or they decided not to show it when Josh said, Tiffany, or sorry, Jackie, if it's not, if it's not me. You choose. I'm packing my stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. That is a tactic that I hope people don't start using on Love Is Blind. That's not good. 
That's because they emotional filmed, manipulation. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to talk about production. I think it's a missed opportunity if they should have included it because they film everything. That's what so I why I, not I don't, why not show us that? Why aren't we talking about it later? Literally, it was on camera. We know it was on camera because it was in yeah. the pod when they said it. So before we get ahead of ourselves, um, Marshall, God, Marshall's got such pretty eyes. Um, He's a very handsome man. And he said, I've been bullied by and for my emotions. And y'all, Marshall is, gets very emotional in the pods. He does. Um, does. And, and Jackie said, I have a Roomba named Marshall. (laughs) She does. uh, Meant to be. Exactly. So, what Jackie says, I want to. She's like, I think I'd be a good mom, but, um, but I don't want to be too strict because I was raised. My parents were strict as shit, and I don't want to think that my kids can't trust me. And I like, I like their conversation because it's different than like Paul and Micah, who's just like, yeah, we don't have a vibe. I think you should do that. And they talk in such no, this not, is specific, just dumb generalities. Yeah. And I feel like Jackie and Marshall especially, and then Marshall is this moment that only Love, and, Love is Blind does so well. He goes, <sighs> and takes a breath and sighs and goes, I'm afraid I'm going to raise my kids like my dad raised me. And I will never forget. I was raised with love, but my dad, he, he was crying. He's like, my sister and I were sitting there at the table, and my father is berating us and saying, you're going to be one of those people begging by the street for change, by the, by the, by the side of the road for change. And I wouldn't even give you any. And it's very different when you think about that type of vulnerability, than go back to Bartice telling that story, (laughs) which we all know now was there to gain a confidence. Mm -hmm. None of this is, none of this is to, is, has um, intent behind it to manipulate. It is no. about Jackie getting, brought it up. Know. He's responding yes. to Jackie. So it wasn't even right. brought forth by him. It was that right. he was trying to basically, he listened to her story. He realized he had a story of connection that was similar. And if, you know, it's that subconscious thing we do. If we tell stories that are similar, then we have a shared connection. And that's what he immediately and, did. And that's vulnerability instead of, yeah, well, my mom was a stripper and my mom died. It's these kind of like vulnerability bombing um, that I, you're I trying to get vul- someone. Yeah. It's, it's more, I say trauma, but trauma yeah. uh, bombing because vulnerability to me means you put yourself out there in a way for someone to accept it. And for someone right. to so for also to me, when I'm vulnerable, that means I'm putting myself in a place where someone has to respond to that. And that could affect me in a certain and, way. And it could cost you something. Exactly. And where trauma bombing is just my dad died. Blomp. Nothing. I, what do you. And, uh, yeah. And we, we talked about this in the first episode where it's kind of like you, <laughs> you, you, you don't really know these people. And you think that's a way of creating comedy between you, not comedy comedy you know community Mm -hmm. um you think that's a way but it's actually not that you're you're making the other person hold your trauma that you don't even know that well and marshall brings up that he's worried that he's going to make those same type of mistakes with his own children yeah and jack i love this conversation (laughs) it was great is this what made you cry yes when jacqueline said listen if you are begging on the side of the street i will give you a dollar (laughs) That was so sweet. And, and for me, it was him going, 
you could actually see in real time him. He goes, because oh, then he doesn't have to pretend anymore. He, he one one piece of armor was off for him. And, and it's, it's interesting, too, because Jackie is she talks about this when she describes Marshall and Josh, that Josh is a sensitive, smooth type or I'm sorry, Marshall's a sensitive, smooth type. She describes Josh. She says Josh is like me. He's a smack talker. He's tough. Yep. Josh is very masculine. Y'all, that is Jackie's energy. She if, if you're not watching the show, I don't know why you're not. And but <laughs> you should be wa- watching you stop now. Don't do this to yourself. Yeah. 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 Everyone's going to be talking about your office. Just, just watch you, it. You need to just watch it. It's like it's you need good. to do with, you need to do with White Lotus season two. I will. I you know I will. Maybe when you go to New York and you get the fuck out of my ear, maybe I'll have time. <laughs> so maybe. Y'all, um, but oh, I was going to say is Jackie says though this. So Marshall is complimenting her because she walks out of the room. She says. I'm telling him that I've never told anyone. He's getting all of me. The me I don't tell yep. anyone. Oh, this is, I was, I was, this, for, this couple makes me cry. Tiffany and Brett make me cry. Oh, um, Brett and Tiffany. Oh, uh, Brett and Tiffany. It's love. We'll see. Oh. Let's move on to that. Um, so y'all, uh, she's, she's so nervous because she thinks he either won't talk to her and uh, he's a little standoffish when they come in and um and he does this she does this like long speech about you're the person that's going to make me better and i really think it's you and brett kind of starts off a little dour and he says yesterday when i didn't hear from your voice it was like a gut punch but it was the little small it was a small thing compared to and that's when i look over and she's holding the shoe like a talisman making a wish on it and i screeched <laughs> oh you lost it didn't you you Y'all, just started sobbing that was the didn't little you? shoe that was the little model shoe that he started doing when he was designing shoes and it was kind of like it was the, he said that that represented the beginning god i love this show <laughs> it's a good show and well what he said, too, uh, before you gave out, uh, he said, this is just going to be a small moment that we're going to laugh about in our journey together. Because she did apologize. I don't think we said that. She did she say, did. I felt so bad. I'm so sorry. Um, and he said, you know, kind of the whole, you get me. You want to make me a better man. And he said, I feel like we could bring so much happiness to each other's lives. And he gets down on his knee and he said, will you marry me? W-W-Y- M-Y. W- W-Y-M-M. Whim. <laughs> and he whims her. He whims her. I know you I got fucked yesterday. Jargon. Did that guy fuck your brain out a little bit? You're, are you, is it still rattling around in there from the headboard? <laughs> it's a little loose. <laughs> Taking you a bit today. I'm just kind of punchy today. Uh, this show actually just makes me... I'm so happy to talk about this with you. It makes me, this show makes me insane. It's um, so good. That I, I'm also a little annoyed that they can, they really Manipulate can play us. with my emotions. Yeah, they really This show do. does that really well, especially in this time. This is my favorite part. Um, by the time we get to episode six, I'm sure I'll be bitter. <laughs> <laughs> it comes, just wait for it. That episode six bitterness always hits. Um, oh. See so y'all, she's weeping. He's on a knee. Whim, he whims her, and um, 
And she says, absolutely. At one point, she says, he said, will you marry me? And I, and I wrote down, she chirps like a dog. Like, <laughs> she does. She does. Because um, when he y'all, when he, you should see when he said, this is just a small blip that will be of laughter. She starts immediately putting her head in her hands and crying because oh. she knows she's forgiven. I actually just really like both of these people as separate people. And and I yeah. really like them together, too. I'm they give us the... Because it is interesting. That's a good point that you make. Because we didn't really know a lot nor like a lot of Brennan. But we loved no. Alexa and Brennan together. We loved yep. them together. And But with this couple, it's very much the same of Lauren and Cameron vibes. Agreed. We love both of them independently. They're I'm both afraid to gorgeous. say Lauren and Cameron vibes. <laughs> I know. I'm afraid because we thought we said it with Alexa and Brennan. We got shit on. We were wrong. We were wrong. But Brett is just... Oh God, he's so hot too. He's just tall and handsome, and he could pick okay. me up. Maybe and we carry don't me in sexualize them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He is very hot. I think yeah. he's just so more Look interesting. Who's calling this the slutty slut? <laughs> that makes no sense. Um, let's move on to Kwame and Micah. Um, oh, because Kwame is in the triangle of Micah and Chelsea. I was so and nervous that he was that Micah and he were going to get together. I was so nervous in this moment. Well, it wasn't for lack of trying on his on his on his side. No. So Kwame's like, but this is the thing. Micah's like, so how's your day? Day's good. Y'all, she always comes in with the most blase energy. Doesn't matter what she has to say. Yeah. Um, and Micah's like, well. He's like, how's your day going? And Mike, this one said, well, you know, we've been each other's like number one all the way through this. And I wouldn't change anything in the world, but maybe this isn't really what it's supposed to, how this is supposed to go. And y'all, he is devastated. <laughs> he is devastated. <laughs> he says, we should explore. We sh she says, we should explore other connections, which basically means it doesn't mean uh, I I'm I'm I have other people I'm seeing. That means we're through. That means we're through. Yeah. Ugh. And, and there's just silence. It's this. Remember, y'all. This is a remember. He's like he said earlier, way early in the game, and he wanted to propose to her. And yes. she said things when he says things like that. She would say, "I love to hear that. I want to feel good." Like. And she's like the other person. She even said the other person. There is one other person, but that's not comparable. Oh, like she she, she totally just snow jobbed him. She's in here to play games. Yeah, she's in here to play games. She probably I, I'm I'm going to give her a little bit of doubt, although she's a monster. Uh, <laughs> I said the same yeah. breath. Uh, she probably has convinced herself she's here for love. Oh yeah, she's she's really here to come out of this better and be an influencer and be um I'm surprised she got through to be honest I I only think probably the reason that she got through I bet you Caston either thought her and Arena would fight together or they would be joined together because I bet they asked both of them what would you do if another woman was dating your and they probably both were like oh I would I yeah. would they probably would say something yeah. like that because I, I agree with you there's not um 
the season critique of season two was that everybody wanted to be influencers. And I think casting heard that. And for season three, it was much different. And it seems like they've even doubled down on getting more normal people who are actually looking for some type of relationship in this season. I agree. So y'all, he just basically says he's already, he's devastated. He says, okay, cool. Thanks for getting to know you. Um, Wish you the best. <laughs> wish you the Sean best. Robinson. Wish you the best. Um, bye. Have a good night. And the interesting thing here, Kwame goes back to men's quarters and says, that's fucked up. And y'all, he's crying his eyes out. He is like laying down. Sobbing. Thing, racked sobbing, with sobs. Racked with sobs. And I don't know why, but seeing men cry when they're trying not to cry always makes me emotional. So... Um, and then let's do a split screen. Thank you. Thank you. How Maya, Maya, Micah, um, walks into the women's quarters and says, wakes up arena and says, Hey, I ended it. It was really weird. It was so weird. Want a milkshake? Yeah. (laughs) And then then it was so weird. It's like he reacted, but he didn't react. And I really wanted to see him devastated. It's a shame I couldn't see through the wall. And then in like the third breath in that sentence, she maybe talked about that for 10 seconds. Granted, it could be the editing, but then she goes, it's oh my God, editing, wait a minute. Is Paul not back yet from breaking up with Amber? Oh my God. She didn't care about this guy. Wait, wait, wait. I think this oh. is much better done in the first of season four, a love is blind, love is blind. Theater. theater. Love is blind. Love is blind. Theater. Theater. All right. Playing, how are we doing this? Uh, I'll be playing the role of Paul. I'll have you play oh. Amber. Okay, I'm Amber. I will. Paul. Okay, I will also be playing in the. We're going to be playing dual roles here. This is a what? two location. Glad, glad I was let in on this. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. I've already storyboarded it. Just like, just behave <laughs> and sit here and do what you're told. What's um, the other story? The we're going to be in the girl uh, in the women's quarters. Okay, uh, I'll First be playing time. Micah. Something that feels nice, that feels about, <laughs> that feels right for me. I'll be um, playing Irina, and you'll be I'm playing Arena, her henchman. <laughs> All right. All right. Can I? These can two I, women are vile. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, so Paul and Amber I, will start, and I'll say women's quarters. And I already have it. I already have an arena uh, henchman voice in mind. Okay, <laughs> it might not sound like her in real life. Be prepared. I think that's fine <laughs> because she's despicable. <laughs> if you've only seen episode two, y'all, uh, we're we're we're. we're Again, probably you've already seen two and three right by probably, now. But yeah, um, probably if you're like, I like Arena, you need to process that. <laughs> you need to process that. Oh, fuck. Ooh. Ooh. All right. All well, right. lead me. I don't know where we're going. And action. Hey, Amber. Amber, Hi, Amber, Amber. Hey, Hi. Amber. Oh, it's good to see you. Oh, yeah. Well, not really seeing up? because... I'm a what? scientist, so I, I'm very specific with my words. What? Can't um, hear you. Can't hear you. Can you speak up? 
Speak up, honey. Yeah. Loving. Sorry. Sorry. I'm yeah. I'm a little Hi. I just need to I need to talk to you about something because you know yeah. me. Yeah. I do bet what's I want to do what's best for both of us here. Of course. You know? Yeah, we always want to do that's why you're the best thing for me. You're everything I want. And you're the best thing for me. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me swig a Pepto. <laughs> um yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so what I was trying to say is women's quarter. Why is it taking so long? It's been a half hour. Calm down, boss. I'm sure that I'm sure that he's gonna break up with that this ugly episode. Really this is really bad. Oh, boss, don't get angry, boss. This took me two seconds to end it with Kwame. I mean, what are you having? I don't have anything. I just want that man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, henchman. Go give me some blood to drink. Okay. <laughs> Back to pods. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. Back to the pods. <laughs> Back to pods. So, yeah. you know, Amber, yeah. The, yeah, que- the connection we have is so strong. I love your like, voice. Like, I know that. Mm-hmm. And, but, do you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm laying down yeah. here? Just keep talking. I love listening to your dulcet tones because I love you so much. I love how you. No, I'm breaking what? up with her. What? I'm sorry. You got to speak so- up, no, no, Paul. No. I can't hear you, Paul. You're mumbling. I- You're doing that cute mumbly thing. I just want to say there's only so far you can go with two people. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, yeah, that's why we, except, you know, we can keep going and go. Yeah, we're like the Energizer Bunny. We're just okay, shut go. up, shut up, shut up, shut what? up, shut up. What? I have to go with another connection. What? To be honest, Micah's made me put my balls in a vice. And, um... Uh, I'm not expecting this. Oh, not so you're sad. This. Oh, no. Not, I'm, well, I'm not going to say I wish you the best, Paul. I'm not going to say that, Paul. What are you going to be saying? Have a great life, Paul. Um. Oh, boy. I'm trying to act what? like. Speak I'm the, up, I'm Paul. The... I still can't hear you. <laughs> I'm trying to act like I'm the good guy in this. Um. What else do I say? Hmm. Fuck you, Paul. Fuck you. Ooh, that's not good. Mm. I'm leaving. That went well. That went well. Okay. Back to women's quarters. <laughs> Why are they still in there? I don't know, boss. I hope he didn't play you. I hope you weren't played at all. Well, it just took me no long with Kwame. Maybe I should just go in there. I don't know. Door opens to women's quarters. Creak. Oh. <sighs> Oh, I need to talk to someone. Yes, suffer. <laughs> oh, boss, she looks angry. Boss Amber looks really angry. Oh, we will feast on her tears, henchman. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to eat good tonight, boss. You should go over there and be like, what the fuck, Paul? Can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> can't, but I, you want me to go listen to her? She's talking, boss. Yes. Go spy, henchman. Go over oh. there and hear what they are saying. Come oh. back and report all of it to me so that I may delight in it. <laughs> Don't get too close. They will hear your, your club foot coming a mile away. That's true, boss. That's true, boss. That, that, I'm really nervous about that, Emma. And guys. your humpback. Yeah, let's go. 
What's up, boss? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Evil. That's it. Do an evil C. app and end this, please. <laughs> Take that, you corrupt scoundrels, and you can bite me, you malicious miscreants. Poodle, you look so happy. Oh, are you enjoying your favorite pastime, which is sending nudes to all the husbands who married your exes? No, Maddie. I only do that on Sundays. However, I am sticking it to the man thanks to rocket money. Corporate overlords aren't pulling the wool over this poodle's eyes. Wouldn't a poodle be fur, not wool? Don't kill my buzz. I am so happy that rocket money is saving me money on subscriptions I forgot about and some that I even paid twice for. Imagine what Mother Poodle would say. What are you, Jaybird, made of money? Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. So it makes sense. Really? The goal of these companies? Did you know that I was paying for one of these streaming subscriptions three times? I'm being taken advantage of! Um, are you sure you didn't have three of the same subscription because you have so many email aliases that you don't know how to keep up with them, and when you forgot your password, which you do all the time, you re-sign up under a different email? Uh, I will not let your pessimism, albeit truthful, ruin my joy. How can I be upset when Rocket Money is saving me so much money? Well, Poods, you're not alone. Did you know that most Americans think they spend about $62 per month on subscriptions? But, get this, the real number is closer to $300. That is literally thousands of dollars a year, half of which we've probably forgotten about. Oh, God. You mean there's more? <laughs> I feel like a leprechaun staring at a newfound pot of gold. I'm proud for you. But really, now that we've been on tour, things have been so hectic. And Rocket Money has been great for me because sometimes I'm not the best at checking my bank statements or I only look when something is wrong. But now that I'm using Rocket Money, it does all that for me so I don't have to worry about it. Yes, and canceling subscriptions is so easy. I love the Rocket Money dashboard. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. It's so convenient. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. And sissies, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 billion in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. That's rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. Rocketmoney.com slash realitygaze. Well, I guess that's just money down the drain. Wasteful. Oh, and look at this one. That's a goner, too. I guess I'm in the business of just throwing money away now. Poots, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. It's just that my entire summer wardrobe is ruined. What happened? Well, I normally can't put any of my summer clothes in the dryer. Because they're so cheap, they'll fall apart. Maybe. But I was thinking about tour costumes, and I wasn't paying attention. And when I did my laundry, I mistakenly put them all in the hot, sweltering dryer. I'm sorry. You were distracted by visions of slutty cowgirl outfits. I was. Well, how much money did you lose? For my entire summer wardrobe? The whole cost of $22.37. What? Oh, Poots, no wonder your clothes are falling apart. They're cheap and probably held together with glue. Well, style changes so quickly these days, especially in the summer. I just can't justify spending a fortune on summer clothes. 
Poodle, instead of a flimsy, fast fashion haul, you should spend your money wisely on high-quality essentials that will last beyond the season. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. And I love that when I wear something from Quince, it's always comfortable, always in style, and it never breaks my bank. You're right. I have so many cozy fall items from Quince, but I need to check out their summer styles. Well, right now, Quince is offering a range of must-have items like 100% European linen under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and, of course, Italian leather bags and 14-karat gold jewelry from $30. <gasps> they have gold jewelry? Yes, just think, Poodle. A beautiful gold bracelet would accentuate your dainty wrists. Ooh, I want them all, and unlike Coco Chanel, I will not take any of them off. Yes, you can look rich, but you don't pay for rich prices. Listen, my cashmere hoodie is perfect for cool California nights. I always wear it to the Hollywood Bowl. In fact, I went to see Gladys Knight, and I was talking to this woman named Charlotte. No, no, no. Can you just stick to the ad? Quince doesn't have time for a Hollywood Bowl story. Well, fine. I was just saying that I told her... That at Quince, all their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless, classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you'll have them in your closet forever. And all of this is because they partner directly with top factories to cut the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. Poor Charlotte. I bet she never got to sit in peace and enjoy Gladys. Or even the Pips. Maybe. But that cashmere hoodie would cost me $300 at a department store, but because it's from Quince, it only cost me $99. But it's not just the cost that will make you feel good about buying from Quince. They only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium, eco-friendly fabrics and finishes, so I can feel good about getting high-quality items that last longer. Sissies, upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com slash realitygaze to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash realitygaze for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash realitygaze. Oh, Lord. Let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. 
They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. This is straight up villainy. Straight up cruelty. Y'all, these two women should have never found one another in this house. They are bad for one another. They are, neither one of them belong here. Um, They were, Irina was listening to Amber cry her eyes out to Chelsea and she was And smiling. No. Yeah. She had her mouth over and she was laughing like this is a fun Yeah, it's a joke to them. It's a joke to them. And real emotions are a joke. And they're both good at playing what the men want them to be. And, and I thought, God, I hope a guy doesn't end up getting with, uh, with now that Mike is our, I thought, I hope Arena doesn't end up, the guy that gets with her is a moron. Stay tuned. <laughs> so y'all, at the men's quarters, Paul comes back. This was a moment where. This was this so when, good. This was when I fell in love with Kwame. Um, I love Kwame. So, Paul, what's in here is Kwame knows Paul is complicit in and Micah telling him to fuck off. He knows it. Oh, um, yeah. So, this was actually Shakespearean. Like, poetic. I agree. Um, and Paul says, well, you have to mourn the death of a relationship. He talks to Kwame. He's like, well, at least, least, uh, you you had someone else do it for you so you can have a villain. Mine was by my own hand. Again, trying to minimize someone else's saying, boy, I really feel bad. I feel the worst here. So, but you, it's okay because someone broke up with you. So your pain's not like my pain. And uh, yeah, I'm the villain. That's a lot for me to deal with. And then, uh, and then Kwame's basically saying, if you're, if you're, if you're not well, the Kwame's, villain, you, can I just say before that, yeah. Kwame is listening to him. Y'all again, Stop right now if you did not watch this and, l- and go watch it because you see like Paul was talking to Kwame and Kwame was sitting down. He ends up kind of standing up, not like in a getting aggressive way, but you can just tell that he is his he wants to vibrate out of his body. He's so yeah. upset right now and he's kind of walking around and he's so uncomfortable and he's not he's just going, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. 
Uh huh. And, and he's just still kind of agreeing with him. He's still trying to be courteous and not punch him in the jaw. Um, it, yes. So anyway, then he has this talking head moment. I in think this talking, he's like, "It's funny because without any intention in that moment, it did feel like that." He said he's the villain in the story. It did feel like that you talking to Paul were the villain in my story. And it was like, <laughs> and I just went, <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was, uh, it was just poetic. That's the word I keep this going is, back to it. It's it. I think this is a moment in, in all four seasons. It's a moment um, of just, I think this moment of Micah and Irina and Amber is going to be a moment that uh, it's just we're going to talk it's... about yeah and that and the y'all you know, the worst thing probably what's going to happen is Amber and Irina are going to double down on this because you just have a feeling they are Amber <laughs> you mean Micah I'm so sorry Irina? Micah and yeah. Irina are going to double down on this don't you talk about Amber that way no 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 I like Amber I like Amber <laughs> so it is interesting how like we already by this episode we're forming like the bro house and the women's house in yeah. last season. And that did not, this is not happening at all. No. This season. Um, so yeah, y'all after the spying incident, which sounds strange to say, um, we finished that and Kwame and Josh are basically talking and, and they were Kwame's talking still about- crying a little bit to Josh yeah. saying how hard this shit is at first voice. She was my soulmate. And, uh, and they're basically saying, uh, uh, he's like, I did have my first, my best date with Chelsea, but it still doesn't make it easier. Um, and the women basically are saying here, arena is like, well, I wonder if Kwame's even going to stay. Well, hold on. I want to ask you because there we hear that. Was it Chelsea that walked up to them and said, Something like, hey, you little villain. Yes, that's right after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's why she said it, though. Irina is basically talking with Micah, and she's like, I wonder if Kwame's even going to stay after what you kind of did to him. And they're kind of relishing it. They're relishing it. And they're also, even like when when Amber came back, and you remember when Micah said, oh, I'm really hurt. she's, She's really hurt. Oh. And it's like, also, too, do you real do you realize I I don't love Paul, but at least Paul feels so bad for what he had to do to the person that he cared for. Do yeah. you realize she never once talked about Kwame's? Feelings? Absolutely not. Not no. once did she no, y'all, even care that she hurt him. I'm gonna say this now. I'm guarantee you there are no Micah stands out there. But can you imagine what it was? I can't wait for this reunion yeah because if it's a good reunion i want to know what their reactions were to seeing all this now play out two two things could happen i'm going to i'm going to err on the side of number two um one she could be horrified amber sorry micah could be horrified to see this and be like i i didn't know i was affecting so many people two she doubles down and she talks out of both sides of her mouth. And she said, I was doing what I was then to find love. 
I'm not ashamed of anything I did in there. I think it's probably going to be that. It also, though, depends on what happens to her this season. Because I will say, I think the worst pairing out of all of these people are Paul and Micah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But we already know that. It's going to happen. I I I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. It is so messy. Although, something that happens in episode three, I think might even be a worse pairing. Okay. Um. Uh, I, I yes, I think it is. I think the episode three. Is, this is the worst pairing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, so that's when Chelsea comes up. She's like, "Hey, you little villain!" Hey, you and little. Arena. She's gonna. She's gonna. He said, "Oh, Kwame's gonna stay, you little villain." That's what she basically said. Of course, Kwame's gonna stay. And Arena said, "Oh, huh, I'd like to be nicer, but I have so much emotion." And, and Chelsea goes, "Well, why don't you be nice?" God, I love Chelsea. I, I love Chelsea. Y'all, Chelsea, you're not listening to this. Um, but if you come to Los Angeles, I'm girl, we want to hang out. You're our people. I can oh, just tell you now. Oh, we would Chelsea. have so much fun. Oh, it's inti- oh, I don't like anybody. And I like you. <laughs> I love. And so she even says, she said, I think uh, people talk bad about another one another because they're not really cool with themselves. And she kind of looks off and it just completely goes over Micah and Arena's head. They're like, they're what? like, what? What is who is she? Like, a, like Micah's like, I'm thinking about getting more filler in my lips. <laughs> Think about it. It's that she, it's that upswing of the lip where it's like too much in the up, yeah, she's uh, got the, in the upper lip. It's yeah. not good lip fillers. Sissies have told us about good lip fillers. Um yeah. Anyway, and so Chelsea kind of ends that and says, this is not a game, dude. Oh. So oh. Brett, yeah, Brett and Tiffany, y'all, have oh their meeting. When and, you're in love. Uh, let's just say uh, they, they gasp when they, they see each other. They meet one another. This is the meet. And they kiss. And I cry again. Um, Brett says you're perfect. There's more kissing. There's lots of kissing. And... He's a good kisser. He's a good. Oh yeah, kisser. totally. Um, and he's looking at her, going, "You're gorgeous." And she said, "Oh my God, look at your dimples." And basically says, "Oh." Uh, I said, "I love them." And, and then he even says, or she says, "This is the one." And yes. yeah, this this episode was crazy good. Oh, we're not even done. No, we're not. We're only halfway through this. This is going to be a two hour episode. Well, so much happened. So much happens. So we're at the men's quarters. Marshall basically says, I wake up in the morning. Hope I can. God, this is Marshall's. So he's such a he's got a poet's heart. So he's saying things like I wake up in the morning, hoping I could explain all to Jackie, all my dreams and even my nightmares. And he's like, I want to write ballads and sonnets, and I want to, and I want to be creative. She inspires me, y'all. He's reading her fucking poetry. This is and when I, Poodle stopped went, crying and got the got the bottle of lube. <laughs> and Jackie says, "It's been so many years since I wanted to reveal myself like this to anyone." And and Marshall's like, uh. Mm, Jackie, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. Uh, and she says, this is when you get worried. Because she says, oh, doesn't say anything back. And he was he's already like, okay. And then 
Um, and then she does say, uh, well, I had a date earlier. He said he packed up all his stuff. And if it's not you, it's nobody. Um, and that, that made him just immediately go, holy shit, one of these guys in there, in here said that to me. And there's a, there's a sense that there's a naivete about him that thinks, why would anyone do that to me? We're all in the same boat. I see, I see, I like, interesting, I had a little bit of a different perspective in that I agree. He had a normal reaction to someone saying something shitty to her. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, but dude, this isn't the first. This is the fourth season of Love is Blind. You know right. everybody's here to... So another part of me, like, we again, we don't know because we didn't see it on camera. We don't know how Josh said this to her. We don't right. know if he said it in a, like, I'm threatening you way. He said it in, like, a kid. We oh, have no idea. I don't think it's... I don't think it was said in a, said in a threatening way. What it did, though, this... But this I'm just saying a, we don't know. We, we're just this guessing. Is, no, no, no. But I'm saying, regardless of how you say it, it is manipulating her, and it's 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 forcing her to choose, um, and with, not just with saying you going to be me or this guy. It's not saying that. What he's doing is trying to force her hand, and that's not right. I can see that, but I do think Marshall's reaction of like I want to kick. I felt I, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit though, because I like I Marshall, but I thought it was a lot of. I'm a dude. I'm supposed to be this emotional dude, but of course I'm going to jump to anger and be yeah. and like buck up and buck chest with some no, guy because I, that's what I men agree do. with you. I agree. And with I was you. a little like stand the fuck down. He was he was more hurt than anything, but you ask it with anger. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, got on he, my nerves. He basically says, "I don't know who it is. I'm disgusted because uh, anyway." So at the women's quarters, um. That's when Jackie I, is talking to Arena and says about he's like it's Josh and he says I didn't want to I don't want to be with anybody but you and I'm going to pack it up and and end it and um, so and they're basically everyone's saying someone's playing mind games and that's when Brett says if you need someone to talk to I'm right here because I'm I'm all booed up and Josh walks up and says to Marshall he says hey are you talking about me and. He kind of alludes, he says, yes. And Josh says, well, I'm not saying anything to anyone because it deters me. I don't want to get involved in that. But in his talking head moment, he says, I'm competitive and I love the game. And I went, gross. Well, and at one point, what I would want Josh to say is said, just to be honest with him and say, yeah, I said that. And that's the way I feel. Um, I think that I would respect that instead of the game, if he said, yeah. I feel like she's the one for me, and if, if she told me no, I would leave now because I'm uh, not interested I, in anyone. But you're I right, think, he didn't. I think that's dirty playing. I think saying because you're you're basically you're you're trying them, you're manipulating them by their own feelings. They feel something for you, and you're using that and you're weaponizing it. Yeah. Um, and so to me, that. it's like I to me, it's one of the grossest things I've seen on Love Is Blind. Basically saying I'm packing up. Mm-hmm. It's 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 even worse than saying than making someone break up with someone, because when you take yourself out of the equation and you you kind of you threaten them by saying I'm going, and then because someone when you do that, someone has feelings for you. They're like, no, don't go. Yeah, and that's when people know that, and that's a that's shitty gameplay. And I know that's not a game, but it's bad gameplay. Well, if he. 
if he had had a different, if he had had a reaction of that's exact, like you said, that's how I feel. Well, I would say right. that wasn't a great thing to say, but it came from a place of love. He said game. He said, yeah. That doesn't with the whole, I'm a competitive in the game. And even when Mar- Mark Marshall said, well, there could be competition you, for you to get your heart broken. And Josh looks at him and says, make it happen. And I went, Ugh. gross guys, this isn't football. Even for both of them. I honestly was kind of grossed out by both of them. I just yeah. wanted them to just put their dicks out and just fucking jack off on each other because that's what it Hot. felt like. Um, uh, anyway, Chelsea, the next day. Chelsea is talking to Bliss later. Um, and and she even, or she basically says, you know, it's kind of hard to think that Kwame is really sad about Micah ending it. And, um, and Chelsea says if he doesn't, he doesn't see who I am. He's just not it. Um, later on, they are, they're talking about, I think Chelsea and Bliss is saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting older and I don't care if it takes me till I'm 50. Um, I will, I will find uh, a good, a good partner for myself. Yeah. And they're like, you froze your eggs yet. And I think this conversation, I'm, I think we did have it, but it seems it seems to come from such an authentic place between these two women because they're both yeah. in their mid thirties. I think I Bliss really like Bliss is like a lot. Me too. I like Bliss a lot, lot. <clears throat> uh, and Man, I like so many people on this season. And she's like, our kids could share a nanny. <laughs> well, and Chelsea I, though brings up. She says the deal is though, and this is true. You can't force someone to love you. Yeah. So. Wow, I really on, thought you were gonna sing Bonnie Raitt. I'm so into I'm so into this the the zone. I just I have so many things to say. Okay, good. I can't okay. even be attracted by your ADD right now. <clears throat> um so y'all, Chelsea and Kwame are uh and he are meeting and he's like, I've been just so happy. Or sorry, Chelsea says, I've been so happy with you. But um, I know the other connection took some of the happiness away from me. And, and basically, she's in Kwame's like, you're incredible. And they, they keep, and Ch- this is so cool that Chelsea says, the strong girl in me can only be strong so long. And, uh, and then Kwame says, you, you've had so much weight on your shoulders. And that's when she says, I just wish I could hold you. And... Anyway, and something, uh, you know, Kwame makes this, I thought, again, a beautiful line where he said, it's not that he said going into this realize it's not that you just want to be loved, but it's how you want to be loved. And I think that's such a good distinction of what we do, especially in American society. If someone says that they love us, we just say, great, you love me. But we don't hold people to the actions of how they express and show love and appreciation. And then they're talking about, uh, Chelsea says, um, you know, uh, I feel like I had to lead all this. And Kwame says, I'm grateful you led. And then she says, I can't lead our marriage the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he said, he's that's like, okay. He said, you led this. You got I'll take some here. of the weight. Let me take this off of your shoulders. And I love them. It, but also I want to talk about, because, you know, she talked about like, I hate that. I was so happy the other day and I know that that happened to you and I yeah. hate that that took some of my happiness away. So what I thought was great is it's a, it's, you could look at it as trauma bonding, but I don't think, but there, 
this is only something so specific to love is blind. Well, no, that's not true. It happens a lot of times like when, well, like Shania Twain. Shania Twain's husband had an affair and uh, with her nanny. And she, and so he ended up, her ex-husband ended up marrying the nanny. And she ended up actually being consoled by the nanny's husband. And now her and the nanny's husband have been married for 15 years. Wow. So, which it's so weird too, because the nanny's husband was really hot and Shania Twain's husband was really ugly and the nanny was a dog. So, but anyway, <laughs> but no, this does happen where people, so it's kind of like that. I mean, kind of not, but this idea that two people who are in love with one another or have feelings for one another, but yet can also say, like Kwame said, I'm really excited for Chelsea and I, but there are some parts of me that are still hurting. And the fact that Chelsea was able to acknowledge and validate all yeah. those parts for him. And he was able to do that for her that she like, I went, that is what an adult relationship and unconditional yeah. love is. I totally uh, agree. What, what uh, amazes me is how Kwame was fooled by Micah, but it doesn't, this is what I love about love is blind because think about, Think about how many times you showed up uh, at some profile you've been looking at on Hinge or Tinder or Bumble or Pecker Finder or whatever you're using. Yeah. And it's a completely different story than the, bill, than the bills you were sold through that app. It's kind of like that's what you're getting this. You're getting the best of people through the wall. Yep, it's true. But I think what's interesting is after a while, I feel like Micah weren't that things to say. And she lets the guys kind of talk. It is interesting that Kwame is like this really emotionally intelligent, like smart dude. And you're like, what did you have to say to Micah? I, I, I totally agree. That's a great point. She's, I never even thought about that. She's pretty, she's pretty savvy in how she talks to these men. I think she, I think she lets them do a lot of the talking. Yep. And because um, he even said, I wish she validated me more. Yeah. Yeah. And she basically did one of those, what do I have to do to put you in a car today with me? <laughs> Remember, he asked, he said, I wish you validated more. And she turned that around where he was apologizing to her. Yes. Oh, she's oh, a master. y'all. Like she's a monster. <laughs> You're also kind of jealous of her power. I am. <laughs> me in my 20s would have found, would have tried to go study with her. <laughs> Can I learn from you? Can I learn from um, you? But Paul and Micah, y'all, he's basically saying, being with you is like standing in the sun. It's like, thanks. I like you too. He um, looks like he's dressed like he's going to a middle school, uh, a middle school <laughs> honors uh, awards banquet. He's I, in this know, wrinkled fucking shirt and these terrible pants. I, it does look like an honors banquet outfit. I, You know when you said he was, he was my, my type? By episode two, he's nope. not anymore, and it's not even it's not even physical for me. His, I, I think he is a thinky guy. Um, who, who he's he's a normal douche who dresses up in a thinky guy costume. It's awful. He's either that or he's a nerdy guy who's so who's somewhat good looking and is slightly obsessed with trying to be a cool guy. And he just never is. That's it's true. Imposters. But I think either one. So y'all they're fine. Uh, they're engaged. Um, I don't even want to talk a about terrible it. I don't proposal. like proposal. 
It was, uh, it was terrible. And I wrote, he, Micah wrote, I or said, I feel so confident about this. And I wrote, you're both going to cheat on one another. 100%. 100%, y'all. So y'all. Oh, and then when, oh, and then when he came back to the men's quarters and, and Kwame Kwame's had the like, bottle of champagne. And he was trying to be happy about it. Yeah. He's so saying, congratulations, Paul. And they all are toasting. And then you see Kwame just take the bottle and take a sip. <laughs> oh. Y'all, in the women's corner, women's oh, no. quarters, bliss is baking. Bliss is baking. Bliss, bliss. is bakeries. Um, and of course, Micah's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm making cupcakes for Zach's birthday. And Arena's face. What? What? <laughs> Boss, boss, I didn't know it was a bad day. She's like, I know that Zach and I have a really good connection, but like Bliss is so wipey. She's so and wipey. And then y'all, Irina asked for a candle yeah, hey. <laughs> from Bliss. Hey, Bliss, can I have a candle? Just one little candle. I know you got my 12. Can I just one candle? Just that's, one candle. That's kind of icky and awkward. Are you serious? I don't want to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, give me the candle. Do you have any shame at all? No, not at all. <laughs> it was the audacity of I, I, her. I, I my mouth dropped. And, and I uh I'm surprised she didn't say, "Yeah, can I just put your name on those cup Can, I, can you put my name on those cupcakes too?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know that just, both of us are dating the same guy. Can you put my name on it? Great. It was very much like, hey, sign my name on the card. And so then she goes on this date with Zach, and she walks in. She's like, happy birthday. I feel so shitty that I didn't make it up to you. Uh, and then she immediately comes out. She's like, so really, I forgot. Balloons. Yeah, it really turns out. Turns out I forgot your birthday. I'm a bad friend. I have anxiety. Oh, Y'all, the people who say things like, I'm such a bad friend. Because I think they're trying to minimize what they were just they, exactly. It's a it's a it's a conversation ender. It means you have to move on. Because what Once, if you you know what if someone says I'm such a bad friend, you look at them in the eye and you say you are you are you are Carol. You're a bad friend. <laughs> Sorry, Roger. You're and terrible. Like, really, you think I'm a bad friend? Yes, I yes. do. Yes, Roger. <laughs> You're a terrible friend. But I'm gonna make it up for you. Oh, yeah. When she said I'm a bad friend. I wanted to like. Throw my glass at the television. <laughs> well, it had vodka in it, so you didn't. Yeah, I'm not that. I don't waste vodka. Uh, or I kind of wish I was all, when I'm watching this show, there's always a fireplace going so I can just throw my glass <laughs> in the fireplace. What? Uh, <laughs> you do need a fireplace all that just runs so you can throw things in it to burn. That I can throw and burn secret and burn burn, burn things. And if I need to create wax seals <laughs> wax for seals. secret messages. Oh, how much would you love for a to assassinate a, a pope? <laughs> how much would a butler? No, we're going to edit that out. Um, <laughs> no, I'm saying if I learned uh, in, in no, earlier no, no, times. No, no, more. no, 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 maybe not. <laughs> I just can see someone bringing you a letter and then you reading the letter and then holding it to your chest and then ripping it up and throwing it to the fire with the flame light dancing and on your eyes. just staring at it. Yes. You know what? I want to film that for you one day just so you have it. <laughs> yeah. A fireplace just for making wax seals to murder popes. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Not this pope. We like this pope. Well, I don't know. But well, um, this was this most. would have been in the 13th, 14th centuries. That's when popes were murdered. We're going to move on because <laughs> I don't like on. pope murder talk. Um, <laughs> that's not something I want to really be associated with. Um, Come at me if you, pope, if you talk about pope murders. No. I okay. Think I, read, I read a book one time about the secrets of murder in the Catholic Church. Then it was like all the popes who had been murdered. Oh, that would be actually interesting. Yeah. Um, we didn't move on. <laughs> true crime before there was true crime. Maybe that's the true crime podcast we'll do one day. Pope yes! murder. Pope murders. Pope murders. Okay. And so um, basically I wrote, Bliss is like, you know, she says, she says, I don't want to talk about him with you. That's all right. I just think this is a lot for you to ask. And what, and then I forgot who she goes up to, but another girl tells Bliss, our woman says, she was like, girl, she only did that to you to make you feel bad. And Bliss yes. said, I don't, believe, I don't believe anything that comes out of her mouth. No. So meanwhile, while Arena is saying happy birthday, Zach is like, I hate this. I haven't made a choice. I decided, I think Zach, and I don't really have a lot of it. It's just based off of his hair and the way he looks down and looks up at you. I think Zach is crazy. Um, I think he... I think he's got a lot of trauma to work through. I don't feel and, unsafe. I just think, well, yes, there's a lot. I think he's, he's very intelligent. And uh, he's overthinking what he's doing. He's brooding. Uh, here, here's the problem, though. He doesn't want a woman who can match him. No, he doesn't. He doesn't want that. Um, so y'all Bliss and Zach are talking later on. I bake cupcakes. It's my third. And then he's like, on my 30th birthday, I was stuck in jail on a psyche eval. <laughs> Again, he is all, we're saying trauma bombing just, or just weird things. And you have to sit there and absorb it. Yeah. And y'all basically he says, um, uh, they're, they're talking about arena or he mentions arena and, um, and this is it jealousy or what? And and then basically Zach says, well, actually, I just want to say to her credit, Bliss brought up Arena yeah. first, just because she said That's I had true. a hard time this morning. I'm trying not to be reacting to things. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm not the person. Uh, she's like, I'm not a jealous person. She said, but uh, she does. It made me laugh because she misused the word because she said when this is handled. So sabotage Sabotage. Um, Sabotagely. Yeah. Sabotagely. That's what she said. Meanly. Yes. And she basically told Zach, she was like, I don't really, don't really care for Arena. I don't think she's a good person. Yeah. And do I think she should have said that? Probably not. Um, I think she could have left out a lot of that. Um, I I think I would because she said what she went on to say was, if you are interested in her, it, I would feel the same way. If I was in love with someone and they said I'm in love with Arena, I would go. I don't trust your judgment. And I, yeah, I she I think, said it out loud, and I don't know if that was smart to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I anyway. think that was a nail in the coffin for her. But at the same time. If that's the guy who's going to choose, because of that, he's going to choose Arena over you, then, girl, you got a gift. Yeah, agree. totally agree. Um, Paul and Micah, y'all, um, 
he he has cut his hair and he looks better. I think with with all it's too, it's not so crazy. Um, and I said she looks great in red. Um, she does. She does. And y'all, we're going to see them meeting on episode three. All right, everybody. That is your love is blind. We'll it was see only an hour and five minutes. I know, bitch. just just five minutes longer than the episode. <laughs> <laughs> But what else happens. is new? All right, Sugars. Remind you, this is the last free episode you're going to get. So we gave you a try before you buy. Just the tip of the first two. If you want to listen to the rest of Love is Blind, then you need to jump on Reality Gaze Plus. Either you can use Patreon or you can use Supercast. Those links are in the show notes or you can go to realitygaze.com and you will see the links for them there. All right, everybody. We're going to be jumping right into the next episode, and we hope that you are too. We will see you there. Go to rea- If you're enjoying this episode, you can share it on your social media feeds and let everybody know about it. We appreciate that. And yes. you can go to realitygaze.com and you can find us on. You can bet your ass that our producer, Christina, is pumping out the Love is Blind memes. So be sure to um, check our Instagram, Reality Gaze Podcast and or our TikTok reality gaze yes. and Twitter. And if you have ever commanded your henchman to go spy on your enemy. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go, boy. You have definitely asked yourself. Is yes, Bob. Bob blind? Love is blind. You know I hate asking you for advice. Yeah, that's why your life is a mess. You make terrible choices. As I was saying, I think in this instance, I need to ask you for help. Ooh, this feels good. I feel like I should have a throne to sit on. Will you kiss my shoe? Focus! Okay, so as you know, I'm starting to put myself out there again, and recently I kind of hooked up with a guy. Let me guess. You met him at a Dr. Pepper exhibit or in the aisle of a Ralph's grocery shopping for Oreos? No! We met at a meet and greet for men who like to knit. I just got so sad. Continue. Well, the meeting was in a park, and it was very warm that day, and later on when I went back to his apartment. All right, now we're getting to it. What kind of weirdo are we talking about here? Have a third nipple? Curly toenails? Glass eye? No, but but he did smell a bit swampy down there. Ah, yes, the delicate dance of summer begins. Well, yes, and now that summer is happening, I'm doing more outdoor things, and I want to keep things fresh in all the right places. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. It's all about your underwear, Maddie. It's a common mistake for someone as inexperienced as you. See, for most of the year, fancy underwear technology sounds unnecessary. Breathable, quick-dry, moisture-wicking, anti-odor, most of it's overkill. But then summer hits. Steaming beads of sweat are forming slimy pools in places they shouldn't. Suddenly, breathable, quick-dry, moisture-wicking, and anti-odor are sounding pretty damn essential. Wow, when you put it like that. Maddie, summer is coming fast, and you need to be prepared like me. With Me Undies. Me Undies has something for every guy this summer. Their micro-modal fabric is breathable and comfortable, especially the ball caddy with its special pouch to help you avoid bat-winging. Bat-winging? Yeah, you know when your kiwis get splayed out like a lumpy pancake? Hey, boys, it's hot in here. Oh, well, I love Me Undies, but I've never had their micro-modal fabric. 
You know I hate to be hot, and MeUndies Micromodal fabric keeps me cool. The material is light, breathable, and has a great fit so that it makes my peach look ripe for the picking. Ooh, but I am leaning in. Oh, yes. MeUndies has a cut for every guy's butt. They have over 10 different styles, ranging from boxer briefs to jock straps to their special ball caddy pouch underwear that keeps you from bat winging ever again. And these cuts come in over 100 different colors and prints, ranging from black to all over dinosaurs. And I do love that they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Oh, and I love the return policy, too. When I purchased my first pair of MeUndies, it was the wrong size. Way too small. I'll have you know it was too big. Whatever you have to tell yourself. Anyway, I tried to return it, and they said keep it. Yes, because if you're not happy with your first pair of undies, it's on MeUndies. Sissies, there's no need for you or your man to be swampy this summer. MeUndies Signature Super Soft Micromodal Fabric is breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. If you need something even more breathable and summer-proof, check out the Move Me line with Breathe Fabric, which has moisture-wicking and anti-odor technology, perfect for working out or just keeping you extra cool on those sweltering days. Well, thanks, Poods. You know, I usually refrain from asking you for advice as much as possible, but this time it worked out. Lord, I didn't want to be right, but I am. Sissy, summer is coming. Be prepared with MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. 